Welcome back to the Free Associates here on WMUA Amherst. How did that sound? It sounded good. Yeah. I don't know if it was just your voice. I like your voice. Well, thank you. I mean, your voice is quite good, too. I don't want to flirt with you here, but you have an accent. You have a really good radio voice. You, do you ever listen to these? Because I yeah, do. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. okay, cool. Um, I think that, that my wife is probably asleep. So, you know, if she gets back to us. But I think we could kind of, this feels good? Yeah. No, it works, it's works for a lot of ways. Okay, good. So now we're in the second half of the second hour. <laughs> and we've resolved the name stuff. Habeas Campus was the worst. O Pioneers was a cool late dark horse there. It just did have this. It Radiator does, came surging radiators back. came surging back. back in. No pun intended. Um, but O Pioneers does sound like a musical too, doesn't it? Yeah. It, it does sound like something you put on in high What's school. What's that one musical. I'm thinking? Oklahoma. Well, there's Oklahoma, but I actually think there's a musical called O yeah, Pioneers. O Pioneers. So there's that issue. Mm. But I think it's cool. I like it, even though I'm not a big. I think fan we're gonna use it for the podcast at school. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, is that going to happen? I think so. I'm going to have the students interview people in the community. Excellent. Yeah. Great. I love it. Well, you know, I'm sure they'll be knocking on my door. So that being said, we are about to enter another year as high school teachers and the year 2019-2020. And we're looking to improve, obviously, and restart our year. What does that mean for you? Oh, man. I love restarting. I love restarting the year because I just... Have you ever played like Civilization, the game Civilization? Well, like uh, I kind of, I, I know it kind of. Yeah, I think I have a long time ago. So you don't need to know how the game works. All you need to know is it's turn-based, and that you over time have dozens and dozens and dozens of turns, and yeah. you make your entire civilization. When you say turns, you mean you can restart your civilization? Yeah. Yes, I do know what you mean. Every time I play that game, I get like fifteen to twenty-five turns in. And I go, oh, I could have done that better. Boom. Yeah. Oh, I could have done that better. And I never play a full game. Do you sync your civilization just to restart? Will you? Like, I just stop playing. Oh, you stop. I you just stop quit. playing that. And it says, "Are you sure you want to quit?" And then I quit. Yeah. Yeah. I and can't I, stand yeah. it when things do that. Our copiers at school oh, yeah. ask you three times whether you're sure you want to log out, <laughs> as if you were pulling a pin on a grenade. Yeah. You know, like a grenade. Well, I get that. If you're pulling, they're kind of like grenades over there. Well, if you're pulling a pin on a grenade, you should definitely have a, you sure you want to do this? But I'm just logging out of the copier. I, I think I'm okay. <laughs> I know how to log back in. So you actually quit these games. I quit them all the time, and it's well, because I'm like, oh, I can improve that, or I can improve this, and just give me another start. That's what the beginning of the year is for me. Now, that doesn't really bode well for your teaching year if it's like your video <laughs> game playing because no, no, like you well, say you never get through but you can't give up on the year well that's you a know? good point and we have semesters so you can you know sometimes I'm not I'm not gonna lie sometimes you're like wow this semester is kind of lost you know it's not like you're giving up on the kids or anything but you're just like hmm. okay we didn't accomplish all the things or this happened or there was a fire drill on this day or this that and the other thing and all these things compound where you're like oh, okay really you get to that point where you feel like the semester it gets to the point where or? i because i always like to incorporate new things at the end of the semester new project new this that new a unit something like that I always just keep it a little bit you know keep myself on my toes but uh, like some semesters are like that, so you're like, okay, reset. What was what was the reason why I didn't hit that target? Yeah. This, that, and the other thing. I'm always doing that. Well, it's interesting because our job is as such that 
there's repetition and variation. I had that mm-hmm. on the bus when I was a tour guide. So in, as a tour guide, there's a huge amount of repetition involved. If I'm doing a downtown tour, I did thousands of downtown tours. I mean, over and over again. And yet there's variation because there, there's, the weather's different, the people on the bus are different, the people on the street are different. And it's an interesting thing. Now, that's a much more, you're restarting every couple hours. But I like that about teaching, and I, I like that about being a tour guide, is that it's go time. Like, yep. you, like you said, you can't really quit on your semester. You can kind of be like, this didn't go like I wanted it to, and I'm going to kind of salvage it a little bit. But you can't hit a button and stop your semester. Yeah, It's going to keep going. Have you ever had that experience where it was really early on, and you were like, uh, this is not working? Yeah, I've had that. In, um, so I create new classes all the time i'm always experimenting with different classes and one of those classes uh was an advanced class and it was a social entrepreneurship class it was it was actually the second time the first time went terrifically well second time didn't have the roster um the kids were um just a little uh pessimistic about the the structure of it it's so a small class too isn't it it was a really small class no. it, that needs to be 15 kids this yes. this had about six or seven maybe eight kids um and they're terrific kids and everything but it, it just wasn't at the level that we could have the class in the same capacity or the same structure yep. so i could see that it was just kind of tanking so i literally hit the restart button like four or five weeks into the semester Huh? And how it did might you even do be that? even later than that. I just came in and I said, "Hey, listen, uh, this is not going the way uh, that I imagine you were thinking. It's definitely not going the way that I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just balls in your court. What do you want? How do you want to restructure this course? And what do you want me to? Um, how much do you want me to take in 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 like hold the reins here? Because it was really student oriented class, yeah. but." It literally was just one day. We all came in. And we're just like, let's figure out what we want to do. Yeah, good you know? for you. Good for you. Um, I think to it be, ended up working out. You got to be agile. I think often when things are not going well, people lock up. Yeah. But that's yeah. just the time that you're like, you know what? Let's just collapse it. And because this isn't working, you know. I saw that when I taught in Springfield. People would get tighter and tighter because it was more and more difficult. But that's when you actually have to get loose and even a little wild to make things work. I remember I, we used to be able to trade between our teachers because we were teamed up. So you could say, why don't you take person X in your second block because they're being really hard in my fifth block. And I'll take person Y and from your second block and put them in my fifth block because the chemistry will be better. We're all teaching the same students. And um, I was big into trading because I really wanted to make those blocks work. And at one point, like two-thirds of the way through the semester, both me and this other teacher were having terrible trouble with certain blocks, and I, I did a blockbuster six trade. Six students six went trade. to his second block, and six students went to my fifth block, and or whatever. And it took me weeks to make this trade happen, because he was like... He was kind of shell-shocked by the year, and I'm like, listen, this is what we have to do. We need to like really shake things up. And it was great. It worked for both of us. But I had to like campaign, campaign. Let's do this trade. Let's do this trade. It was good for the students. That sounds awesome. It was good it for the... sounds like a fantasy football season. It was a little bit. Team, teams are cool. Now, what are you excited about in your reboot this fall? I'm always excited about the new um, cameras that we get and the, and the equipment that we get. We get... Um, we've, I've really hustled 
to try to get the best resources for the kids. And they make some really cool stuff with the stuff that I get. So now we have these uh, electronic stabilizers, these electronic gimbals, and we're a little bit more mobile. You it, Like we have autofocus going around. Like basically if they can't produce, I always try to give them the best equipment because then if they don't produce, it ain't the equipment's fault. Yeah. You know? So I try to get them the best stuff possible and then it's on them to like knock it out of the park, which they do all the time. So that's what I'm really uh, um, excited about. My uh, One of my classes, which is the advanced class, I used to have as an extracurricular. Now that's in the repertoire of my classes so I can dedicate time to it. Um, so the restart, I just, I, I'm attacking it from the equipment side, from the, from the curriculum side, and then just the philosophical side. It's just, you know, going to your sixth year, it's like, you know, first year, you don't know what the heck's going on. You're just, you're just trying to tread water. Second year is kind of close to that. Third year, you've almost seen a full rotation of, of kids out of the school. So your culture's established. Fourth year, you really set your curriculum um, fifth year, you're basically your intro. My intro courses are coasting, but my experimental classes were still going. Sixth year, I figure out which experimental um, classes are floating and which ones are not, and really putting my focus in there. So it's like, well, they say that the teacher's best years are year five through eight or ten, like that's their yeah. prime years because you're not scrambling anymore. You really have some mastery. Mm-hmm. But you're not kind of tired either, like you're still awake. Now, I'm not saying that'll happen to you, but like you can see why that would be. That that's kind of like the way junior year in high school For is sure. like your best academic year. There's these yep. years. Did you get relicensed, by the way, this year? I'm licensed in technology, yeah. Yeah, I had to renew my license. So I got a professional licensure. I just decided to do that. But yeah, yeah I don't know. We don't have to talk about that. You're part of a work release program anyway, so like it's, <laughs> it's all it really, community service, folks. Really up, up to the state. Well, you know, I'm excited this year because it's the first year I have a student teacher that I'll be working yeah. with. Yeah, I'm wicked jealous of that, by the way. Yeah, but you could have that, couldn't you? I guess it's a little less common in your field. They don't have them. They just technology. don't have them. Do not have them. It's well, that might change. Yeah, that I hope it does. Change. It's stupid that I don't. Yeah. Well, it's for me. Uh, it feels like time to kind of give back a little bit, and also to, I think, kind of refresh my own eyes in terms of what teaching looks like, and I and to mentor. You know, I, I think that I'm capable of that, and I'll be curious, really curious, how that goes. We'll probably have him in on the radio show. Actually, would be a great idea. Like maybe sooner rather than later. Yeah. Because it would be cool to. We've talked about before this idea. One idea for a podcast is. Someone's about to uh, do something big in their life, right? And you, you uh, interview them. You know, whether it is about to have a child or about to go on a big trip or change professions. And then you call them in two months and be like, well, how is this actually, this is what you thought this might be like. How is that really stacking up? I think yeah. that could be a cool podcast. I, yeah, I know I that a lot of the podcasts I like will, will be done over a period of time. And you know, there's real narrative like reversals, things that you really wouldn't count on. So maybe we'll have them in on the show. Yeah. I, yeah. I listen to the Planet Money's all the time that are reruns because they have this update that's like three minutes at the end. Yeah. I'm like, I listened to this entire 20 minutes, so I'm just going to listen to this. Love and it. this young man who's who's probably a career, he's a career changer. He's, he was in radio in Michigan. So that's nice. Yeah. So he's used to radio. And so we'll have him in for sure. I forgot. I have a mentoring 
our new hire in the okay. technology department. Yeah, yeah. So it's not student teaching, right? But I have to bring them through the mentor program yes. and observe and do meetings it's a and everything. Thing, and I'm sure that he'll be in good hands. I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's it's interesting to be on that side of things for the first time. Now. I agree with you. It's very exciting. How did you feel when you were younger and it was like going into sophomore year of high school? Would you be really just wanting to get back to school or would you be dreading it or would it depend on what point in your life you were at? Or I didn't, I guess neither. I mean, I, f- I feel like I figured out the system. Like I was, I was a goof. I got good grades, A's and B's, but I didn't work really hard at it. And I didn't have a passion really for anything. I was just playing video games and stuff. So huh. it's, it's not like I was kind of apathetic to everything. Okay. So it wasn't even the restart. I've, I hung out with people all throughout the summer. Um, I guess the restart was connecting with my teachers and stuff. I really liked That's hanging out. It was, I was very social with my teachers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're social with your students. You're a social guy. Yeah. Uh, it may, perhaps a conversation for another time. And one that we've already talked about on the show, Robin and I have is hustle you know how do you oh, engage yeah. hustle what age do you think were you where you started to hustle actually opposed to what you just um, described i guess when i really got it was i was a late bloomer on this i i think i really feel like seeing the kids that we work with um i Some think yeah around the age of um probably about 20 20 or 21 that's not that bad honestly and that's when that's when I made my documentary, and that's when I was like, "Oh, this is how you can navigate the world, and this is how like adults aren't." I still, you know, like even when you're eighteen, nineteen, twenty, it's like you still have been bred in a society that show like that authoritative figure. And I mean, you could tell you can talk about how the evolution of pedagogical practice and this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, there's a teacher standing up in front of the room, and they're an adult, and you're listening to your adults. Right, yeah. and there has to become a breaking point where it's like you're able to wield some of that power in that. And I think that being interviewing adults in that capacity, working for the collegian and doing photography for them, and, and navigating scenarios like that, I think that that's when it clicked for me. You were given agency. Yeah. Yeah, I Basically. get it. Yeah, and that's so. I do think that's major in terms of hustle. Is that people have to have agency? They have to be able to initiate themselves so and this is something you try to do i try to do it as oh, well yeah, for sure um actually robin has said that we can call her so let's call her we'll put her yeah, on speakerphone her we'll try to make this work she's trying Hi. to f- hey how are you doing i'm good uh we have your we have i have the cell phone right up to the microphone because i can't call you from the phone here at wmuam or for some reason but we have been talking about the names of for the show and, uh, you know, interestingly enough, Whalen came up with one, O Pioneers. It's a, it's a, it's a, oh, she can't hear me. Well, you, you go. Yeah. It's a Walt Whitman poem. It's a Walt Whitman poem. Go look it poem. up. It's a great poem. Yeah. But, um, yeah. How, what do you think of that one? I didn't know you liked, I didn't know you liked Whitman. Okay. I didn't hear, is it O Pioneers? Yep. That's yeah. it. O Pioneers. Like, O Pioneers. Oh, not like that. Not, not like a bad. show tune. Not bad. I like it. And he actually ended up warming up, no pun intended, to the radiator. He, I think there's a second pun, so that was intended. He got, he got, 
associate. Well, I think we have. Yeah, I'm sold. I'm he's sold. He's sold. He's good with that. So I think we have a name for the second hour. I know you love it, right? Yeah, I'm really into it. All right. So good. So it's called the Free Associates, but we wanted to like include you in this big moment because you're such a big part of the show. Oh, thank you so much, darling. Yeah, I love you so much. (laughs) All right, I'll I'll see you later. All right, so we actually have a name for the second hour. It's the Free Associates. Great. So yeah, we were talking about agency and feeling. uh, You know, I think that's the number one thing that I try to. Like honestly, if there was, a, if I had to prioritize all the things that I'm trying to teach the yes. kids, that's it. Yes. But the problem is, is you can create a monster. That's the problem, mm-hmm. is because it's at the age where you still, where you need agency, but you also need some sort of sociological check on yourself, right? Yeah. It's like if you, you know the kids I'm talking about, right? Yes. That like their agency is just it's corrosive, it's inflating well, their they ego. They get a little drunk on it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you need to be checked on that. Well, I guess the the hope there is is that they will be checked as they move further up the ladder. And like we've I've had always, conversations yes, about we've this had before conversations where about it's this. like I can't wait until that person, but that's the problem. It's like am I doing my job if I give them the agency but then don't have them really comprehend that agency? Uh, yeah, I think there's only so much you can do. I, I really do think the hope is like, please go to New York City and let it hurt you for a while because that's, it doesn't have to be New York, but find something yeah. that's so challenging that it humbles you. You know, rise up to the level in which you are humbled because in some ways that's the meaning of life. Is like being, being humbled is a great gift to, to be humbled. You're kind of like giving me a blank stare right now no, because you don't what, know no, no, what no. that looks like. What, what I was, what I was <laughs> thinking was happen, when I went to Ecuador this summer, the students had to do student teaching. They had to do English tutoring for an hour in front of students that spoke a different language. Just one hour? One hour, one hour for five days in a row. Okay. Yeah. And just, it was a really special moment, I think, because everything in our reflection meeting at that night was like oh you know like oh like i'm sitting in class i have my phone out and you know um you're in i you were lecturing and now you asked me the question that you just everybody just answered in class oh now i get that yeah that's good you know it's a good self little self-reflection we still haven't gotten to where you you're humbled oh no no. no, no, but that's waiting for you. Like that's so important for you. I really want that for you. Actually, you know, I, I slowly figure it out. It be, but I need to like, like, be too overbearing and then get checked. But the times that I've been checked, I'm trying to think of uh, some good times. Um, I'll give you a great example. Yeah. Oh man, this makes me cringe when I think about it. Model Congress in high school, okay? I was on the Model Congress. We had a great killer bill, okay? Individuals with felonies are disenfranchised, okay? But that's just a felony. Like, it doesn't matter if their records are sealed, whatnot. I I can't go into all the details right now. But it was essentially um, giving voting rights back to freed, rehabilitated 
you know, felons, this, that, the other thing. Yep. You get your voting rights back. That makes sense. That it makes happened sense. in Florida. And I went in to, it was at AIC College. Um, I went in there thinking that I knew everything. And this, I, I set up, I, I do the whole bill and everything, and this kid stands up. He eventually won the entire thing, and he got a free scholarship to AIC. I don't even think he took it. Like a whole full hmm. bullpen. He goes, um, where in the Constitution does it say that uh, a person's right to vote? And I was just like, I just like froze. <laughs> and you know, and, and like, I think that I, th- I said the first as like I was going to go into like a whole thing about constitutionality, know, constitutionality which was your mistake freedom of speech this thing that th- this blah 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 um well you but, could tie it to speech but I just choked right there yeah and so that was like 20 years ago so I'm just oh, yeah. really no it again, still sticks with me well I'm also hoping you're humbled sometime soon we all are oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no bureaucracy has humbled me too it's hard work in a bureaucracy. Yeah. Yes. And that's a very that, hard. That is Especially for, for me and you. Like, yeah. outside well, the box I, you thinkers You have to and deal with it more than I do. Yeah, but, but I put myself into the flames more. That's you, why. Well, you do, and you kind of, to get the equipment and all the stuff that you need. This is an interesting topic, too, because the weight of institutions is so useful, right? So, but with that, you have to deal with other aspects that yeah. are really difficult to deal with. Like, I could teach whatever I wanted in my garage and no one would show up. I teach. They tell me pretty much what to teach. I mean, I can kind of carve out stuff for myself, but they th- put students by law into my room. I don't have to figure out how they get there. I don't have to figure out their schedules. I don't have to figure out anything. All I have to do is teach them when they get into my room, which is such a privilege. All of that stuff is taken away. All that like headache stuff. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. So that's great. And then there's the bureaucratic stuff. Even this platform of this radio show has been really illuminating because, you know, it's a college radio station. It's got decent coverage, but the institution of WMUA, people listen to it, really gives me a lot of people are excited. They want to be on the show. And so that's been really eye-opening, too. So, you know, it is a struggle with the bureaucracies, not really with this radio show, but uh, radio station. I haven't had any problems, but, you know, you are always kind of like, well, how much freedom do I want? But also, there's the freedom of, of not having to get students, you know, because that's time-consuming as well. Yeah. Yeah. What else for you for this upcoming year? In regards of restarts, um, I think, you know, I at one point I moved out to California, and it was around Christmas time, and I went to work every day, and work it was work was new, it was challenging, and everything. But I had a, a one-hour commute there and then back and it was during the drought in like what was that 2013 2014 really it was 20, an hour 2013 why why were you an hour away uh gilroy to santa cruz california because you couldn't afford santa cruz Is no i was why? working in both we had two uh, two stations okay um and every day was brown hill brown hill brown hill brown hill work with this client brown hill come back brown hill Who's Go Brown here, Hill? Brown Hill. Brown Hill is just what I saw every single day. Yeah. No vege- other vegetation, huh. just a Brown Hill. Yeah. It was like, you ever see the Windows um, XP? Remember Windows XP? The um, the beautiful green lush hill? Like, you yeah. don't remember I'm that Death Saver? Yes. It's iconic. Everybody, okay. everybody else listening is. Okay. 
It's this beautiful green hell. It's like that, but if it was dead and your soul was sucked out of you. Huh. That's what I had to look at every single day. Yeah. The screensaver of life without any color. Nice. And so the other part is I love the restart of the seasons hmm. coinciding with different parts of our kind of um, professional existence. You go... We start here. We're going into fall. It felt cold today. Oh, yeah. Oh, all of a sudden, boom. You get into this different mindset. All of a sudden, the second semester starts. That's that's right in like the oh, really the dead of winter, and you're getting pulled out of it, and you come slowly, all the way to this. Slowly. Yep. You come all the way to this, this peak, this apex, and you're free for two months. Yeah. Love it. It is interesting, and you know, fall is such a time of uh, new beginnings, and yet it's a time in which everything's dying. But it's beautiful, yeah. but it's it's not spring; it's fall. And yet, for the school year, and really most of our lives are, are really around the school year. Like September is the beginning of the year. Actually, it's not January; it's September. Yeah, that's when everything reboots. Is the beginning of a decline. In nature, it's when things start kind of falling dead and cold. And again, it's not a knock on autumn, but it's interesting how this new beginning is also the end, at yeah, least where we sure. live. You know, it depends where you live uh, in terms of the seasons. Um, do you ever get a little scared by the repetition, though, the banality of like, oh, it's fall again and we have the pizza lunch tomorrow? And does that ever scare you at all? I think it's, I actually, it's funny that you said that because I think the exact opposite, at least for right now, you know, I'm 32. I don't know if that, if it's going to change, but I've been traveling around in the van and I have had an amazing summer. I've gone, I've gone different countries, different states, gone all over the place, but it's exhausting, you know? And I wasn't, I didn't have a base. Like I moved during the, like what happens is there's a good comfort in that repetition that I find, but I sprinkle in chaos into it. You got to sprinkle in chaos, right? You got to sow the seeds of chaos and just let them kind of be under the surface and every now and then pluck up the weeds. Yes. Okay, cool. And that is true is that every year you do three or four unusual things. So that good for you. And I've been thinking along those lines as well. I have two kids. So what that might mean might look a little different. But right, if you, you know... Yeah, but that opens uh, cool opportunities as well. Sure. It's a little harder to move things en masse. Yeah. Yes, it does. But uh, one way to fight that kind of banality is to really fight it, you know, because it is also wonderful, as we were talking about with, like, institutions. Like, there's something really great about, I mean, there's nothing better than not working but knowing that you're going to go back to work. Oh, for sure. It's magic. And if anyone's listening out there and the and they're thinking about becoming a teacher, it's a great profession. And one of the yeah. reasons it's so good is because you do get like two months off, but those two months of not working are magic because you know you'll be working again. There's no like looking for a job. Yeah. That's a really unusual honeymoon period that happens every year. And for me, I'm just such a anti-authoritative figure that when I'm told I, um, I don't have to be at my classroom, I go, I go all the time. Yes. Like this was a special case because the work to, we were, we, we couldn't go in our, our classrooms because of negotiation, contract negotiations, but I'm there and I'm, I might come in later and have a coffee and just sit there and listen to music and fix some computers. But it's like, I, I'm not somebody to go on the beach and just sit there in a, in a, in a like for no, eight hours not. in the day and just have, 
I, I would be I would have to build a sandcastle because yes. the sandcastle is going to be something that I deem productive and I, I got that done. it's not that productive but I get what you're saying yeah. it allows you to create your civilization yeah and then and then it start at 15 away. turns over well yeah it gets washed <laughs> away we were just at the beach last week and it, the water comes up and it takes whatever you build all right well, we're exiting the Free Associates, a newly christened show. Okay, second hour of Barbarian in the Valley is now the Free Associates. We just hit restart. We just hit restart, and the new season starts next week, I guess, or, or the week after. Um, but let me ask you, what's on your docket? I mean, we kind of know, but if you want to tell us anything else that's coming up for you? Oh, well, we got both of us. We got the school year coming up, yep. but Lake Winnipesaukee and my fantasy football drafts are next week. This is huge huge for me now is this the one that you're trying to include me in or that's oh, a separate well, one that one I'll immediately win okay but, yes I agree um, these ones are high stakes hundreds of dollars on the line managing teams throughout is that legal? all the way I think it's legal now but okay we'll see yeah. what are I you mean, gonna do parking and my secret space is just getting on a boat is that this weekend yep okay cool. yep alright what are you doing I don't actually know but I know that I have plenty to do. I like that feeling of like, I have so much to do. I don't really have to worry about it. I just have to keep working. Yeah. That's a good feeling for me. Like, there's no waste of time because it all has to come out of somewhere. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But also, I can rob Peter to pay Paul a little bit. So I know what's coming up because I class is starting and I have to get those three days down and weekend will come and stuff like that. Yeah. All right, well, this has been the Free Associates, and we'd love to have you with us. And remember that we are podcasted. And if you want to visit our website, it's barbarianinthevalley.com. Have a great week.